0: Say, aren't you a smart cookie? The fact that you're listening to this program tells me that you're intelligent, curious, and ready to learn new things. So take your seat with the rest of the class and let's get right to today's topic. I wear a hat, it keeps me warm in the winter. And it keeps me warm in the summer when I'm in a store or restaurant that has its air conditioning set so low that it feels like a brass toilet seat on the shady side of an iceberg. So imagine how I felt when I walked into a classy restaurant and I'm told I can't get a table unless I check my hat. It's a hat for Christ's sakes. It's not like I walked in with an AK-47 or a horse with diarrhea. For some reason, the restaurant thinks it's too good for hats. And if customers want to wear a hat, then go someplace else. We don't want you. Today we're going to talk about pretentious restaurants and why they think that all men should be wearing a coat. Then they give you some little green jacket that doesn't fit and was probably picked up at a second-hand store. And if the guest is embarrassed, and who wouldn't be? That's their problem because the restaurant has its standards, and it's more important that those be followed even if it makes the paying guest feel unwelcome. By now you know where I come down on the issue, so what do others have to say? The Huffington Post lists warning signs that you are in or are about to enter a pretentious restaurant. The first is its name. If it's unpronounceable, boastful, or say anything, hide your wallet. Ambiance is a factor. If the walls are packed with old books, bad examples of modern art, or antiques, it's probably a pretentious restaurant. If the menu includes foams, deconstructed anything, or ingredients you wouldn't feed the neighbor's cat, then the food is over chefed. Honestly, I've been at a restaurant that had a deconstructed BLT sandwich. Now, most of us would call that a salad topped with tomatoes, croutons, and bacon, but since it's labeled deconstructed, it costs $3 more. The next sign of a pretentious restaurant is how childlike it is. Fried Twinkies with sea salt, anyone? Lastly, look at the people around you. If the people are wearing $2,000 suits or are dripping with jewelry, they're there to be seen, not because they believe the food is just that good. It's probably not. In 2016, the New York Post did a review of a new restaurant called Gunter Seeger. If you wanted to see the menu, forget about it. There isn't one. You pay $185 per person, and you get whatever everyone else is having that night. Oh, and you pay that money up front. But it does include tip. You can pay another $150 for a wine pairing, but it's difficult to know what wine to order when you don't know what you'll be eating. As for the menu, you get that as you're going out the door. The restaurant has since closed. No surprise there. Then there are the plates. Chargers with plates have become passé. Instead, our food is served to us on a plank of wood, a slate wrapped in paper, or a ball jar. In London, there's a relatively new restaurant called Muse. The $185 tasting menu tells you little about what you're going to eat. After all, do you think you know better than the chef what you should eat? The first course in this 10-item tasting menu is called Always Picking. If that doesn't help you understand what you're going to be served, the chef offers this helpful description. Snacks inspired by the season. This stems from the recollections of being in the garden with my mother. And picking anything that was edible. Oh good, random food. The rest of the menu is pretty much based on the chef's childhood memories. Now we finish up with what is one of the least pretentious restaurants in the world, McDonald's. A recent ad in Britain takes a chef's knife to a pretentious restaurant. Ad Age says the advert was created by Leo Burnett and reminds viewers that its ingredients are also used by other outlets. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. So now, when it comes to pretentious restaurants, pick a place where you like the food, feel comfortable, and know what you'll be eating. That makes you a smart cookie. Hungry in Nashville is brought to you by Out of My Pocket Productions and is copyrighted 2020 by me, Jim Grinstead. You can listen to Hungry in Nashville on our website, hungryinnashville.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Facebook, or enter your email address on the website so you'll be notified when new episodes are released. But the best thing you can do to support us is tell your friends about the podcast and encourage them to subscribe. And if you have an idea for something you'd like to hear, don't be shy. Send it to idea at hungryandnashville.com. Thanks for listening, and may you eat well.